Good morning and welcome to Morning Prayer on Monday the 31st of August. Today we commemorate and celebrate Aidan, Saint Aidan, Bishop of Lindisfarne and missionary who died in 651. We know a lot about Aidan through the writings of Saint Bede, who also wrote about Saint Cuthbert. Aidan was one of the missionaries sent south from the Scottish Gallic Church from Iona and uh, set up the uh, uh, Christian um, conversion of the north of England and as it moved south, um, roughly the same time Christianity was being reintroduced also from the south, uh, a Roman form of Christianity up through Canterbury uh, and eventually um, they all met in the middle and their different customs caused problems so they had a big synod at Whitby and the Roman version won. Um, Cuthbert was of um, Aidan's church and he accepted the new and that's uh, why Bede talks highly of Aidan and of Cuthbert. Gillian has a hand up which is very formal. Well indeed you're completely ruining this introduction. Was Hilda Whitby anything to do with that time or is that a different time? Hild uh, was unusual. She was a in woman. charge of the uh, abbey at Whitby where the um, synod I took know, place. At the same time then? Well, she, she happened to be in charge of this conference centre, if, if you like, and unusual because she was a woman. Yes, and uh, recording the history. So, but today well, is a little bit... Of saint that I knew about. <laughs> uh, going back to um, Aidan, uh, goes back a little bit uh, from Lindisfarne. So, on our website, Gillian, talk us through the website. Okay, so we're on to the latest resources and re latest resources and podcasts. Week commencing the 30th of August. Uh, yesterday was a busy day at St Mary's. We had the service of communion at St Mary's in the morning at 10, which was led by Bishop John and Paul our curate was preaching. So, you could have joined in in person or on Zoom or on dialing or you could even watch it now on YouTube as well. There's a link for that on this latest resources and podcast page. The pew sheet is also on that page. The words for the service, the readings, Paul's sermon, the intercessions, how to get onto every other dialing you could possibly want to is on ever. there as well, ever. <laughs> yeah. um, so that's all of that on there. Coming up uh, this week, Wednesday, there will be the communion service at 9.15. As ever, you can join in in person or you can join in on dial-in or on Zoom. The information's on the What's On page of the website. That's with Martin. That's with Martin. Back from week, Mark from Mark from his honeymoon tomorrow. Um, and then on Sunday, it is our patronal festival. Um, where we change gear a little bit. It'll still be at 10 o'clock. You can join in in person or dial in or live or on Zoom or on YouTube later on. If you are in church, you can, if you wish, but only if you wish, receive communion in one kind. They will do, we will do that as safely as we possibly can. We're making sure we've got all our risk assessments and everything up to date. Mm, um, but that is the next development. So it'll be very lovely to have some form of communion on our patronal festival. I think that's it. The only other thing is we had funky yesterday as well. We braved the breezy cold weather, ate ice cream, and actually it warmed up a little bit. We chased ourselves all the way over to um, Easby, did a bit of a um, 
treasure hunt with Paul, our curate. So that was really good. So I think Funky in whatever shape or form will carry on, um, which is good. So. And just a heads up to two weeks time, the next Sunday afternoon thing or evening thing will be the Evensong, uh, choral Evensong, mm. which will be the 13th of September, half past six. Uh, and this, uh, not only is it um, reintroducing the Evensong back into church, it will be the first time we've had a choral group together who will be allowed to sing. Um, and we are going to sing a choral Evensong. So that's two weeks yesterday. And I think that'll be my last service here as well. They will. So, um, yeah, there we go. Right. Meanwhile, back to the ranch and morning prayer on Monday, the 31st of August. We gather our thoughts and minds at the beginning of this new week. Unusually, this is a bank holiday. So we bring our minds together giving thanks that we can worship and pray, apart and yet together. O Lord, open our lips. And our mouths shall proclaim your praise. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy, slow to anger and of great kindness. He will not always accuse us, neither will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor rewarded us according to our wickedness. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy upon those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he set our sins from us. As a father has compassion on his children, so is the Lord merciful towards those who fear him. For he knows of what we are made. He remembers that we are but dust. Our days are but as grass. We flourish as a flower of the field. For as soon as the wind goes over it, it is gone. And its place shall know it no more. But the merciful goodness of the Lord is from old and endures forever on those who fear him and his righteousness on children's children, on those who keep his, com his covenant and remember his commandments to do them. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. The night has passed. And the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. And we have Psalm 98. The Lord has made known his salvation. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvellous things. His own right hand and his holy arm have won for him the victory. The Lord has made known his salvation. His deliverance has he opened, openly shown in the sight of the nations. He has remembered his mercy and faithfulness towards the house of Israel 
and all the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Sound praises to the Lord, all the earth. Break into singing and make music. Make music to the Lord with the lyre, with the lyre and the voice of melody. With trumpets and the sound of the horn, sound praises before the Lord, the King. Let the sea thunder, and all that fills it, the world and all that dwell upon it. Let the rivers clap their hands, and let the hills ring out together before the Lord, for he comes to judge the earth. In righteousness shall he judge the world, and the peoples with equity. The Lord has made known his salvation. Lord God, just and true, you make your salvation known in the sight of the nations. Tune the song of our hearts to the music of creation as you come among us to judge the earth. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Our second psalm is Psalm 99. The Lord is King. Let the peoples tremble. He is enthroned above the cherubim. Let the earth shake. The Lord is great in Zion and high above all peoples. Let them praise your name, which is great and awesome. The Lord our God is holy. Mighty King, who loves justice, you have established equity. You have executed justice and righteousness in Jacob. Exalt the Lord our God. Bow down before his footstool, for he is holy. Moses and Aaron among his priests, and Samuel among those who call upon his name. They called upon the Lord, and he answered them. He spoke to them out of the pillar of cloud. They kept his testimonies and the law that he gave them. You answered them, O Lord our God. You were a God who forgave them and pardoned them for their offences. Exalt the Lord our God and worship him upon his holy hill. For the Lord our God is holy. Lord God, mighty King, you love justice and establish equity. May we love justice more than gain and love mercy more than power through Jesus Christ our Lord. We have a third psalm this morning, Psalm 101. Blessed are those who fear the Lord. I will sing of faithfulness and justice. To you, O Lord, will I sing. Let me be wise in the way that is perfect. When will you come to me? I will walk with purity of heart within the walls of my house. I will not set before my eyes a counsel that is evil. I abhor the deeds of unfaithfulness. They shall not cling to me. A crooked heart shall depart from me. I will not know a wicked person. One who slanders a neighbour in secret, I will quickly put to silence. Haughty eyes and an arrogant heart, I will not endure. My eyes are upon the faithful in the land, that they may dwell with me. 
One who walks in the way that is pure shall be my servant. There shall not dwell in my house one that practices deceit. One who utters falsehood shall not continue in my sight. Morning by morning will I put to silence all the wicked in the land. To cut off from the city of the Lord all those who practice evil. Blessed are those who fear the Lord. Keep us, O Lord, in purity of heart and faithfulness to your commands, that your servant may walk before you in the way that is perfect, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. We're back to Samuel. We are. We've obviously had our Saturday journal on the wheel. Or was that Sunday? That was Sunday. Sunday. Uh, yep. So, 2 Samuel, chapter 11. In the spring of the year, the time when kings go out to battle, David sent Joab with his officers and all Israel with him. They ravaged the Ammonites and besieged Rabbah. But David remained at Jerusalem. It happened late one afternoon when David rose from his couch and was walking about on the roof of the king's house that he saw from the roof a woman bathing. The woman was very beautiful. David sent someone to inquire about the woman. It was reported. This is Bathsheba, daughter of Eliam, the wife of Uriah the Hittite. So David sent messengers to fetch her, and she came to him, and he lay with her. Now she was purifying herself after her period. Then she returned to her house. The woman conceived, and she sent and told David, I am pregnant. So David sent word to Joab, send me Uriah the Hittite. And Joab sent Uriah to David. When Uriah came to him, David asked how Joab and the people fared and how the war was going. Then David said to Uriah, go down to your house and wash your feet. Uriah went out of the king's house and there followed him a present from the king. But Uriah did not sleep at home. Uriah slept at the entrance of the king's house with all the servants of his lord and did not go down to his wife and to his wife. When they told David, Uriah did not go down to his house, David said to Uriah, you have just come from a, a journey. Why did you not go down to your house and your wife? Uriah said to David, the ark and Israel and Judah remain in booths and my lord Joab, and the servants of my lord are camping in the open field. Shall I then go to my house to eat and to drink and to lie with my wife? As you live and as your soul lives, I will not do such a thing. Then David said to Uriah, Remain here today also, and tomorrow I will send you back. So Uriah remained in Jerusalem that day. 
On the next day, David invited him to eat and drink in his presence and made him drunk. And in the evening, he went out to lie on his couch with the servants of his Lord. But he did not go down to his house and his wife. So in the morning, David wrote a letter to Joab and sent it by the hand of Uriah. In the letter he wrote, set Uriah in the forefront of the hardest fighting and then draw back from him so he may be struck down and die. As Joab was besieging the city, he assigned Uriah to the place where he knew there were valiant warriors. The men of the city came out and fought with Joab and some of the servants of David among the people fell. Uriah the Hittite was killed as well. Then Joab sent and told David all the news about the fighting, and he instructed the messenger, When you have finished telling the king all the news about the fighting, then if the king's anger rises, and if he says to you, Why did you go so near the city to fight? Did you not know that they would shoot from the wall? Who killed Abim Abimelech, son of Jerubbaal? Did not a woman throw an upper millstone on him from the wall, so that he died at Thebes? Why did you go so near the wall? Then you shall say these careful words. Your servant Uriah the Hittite is dead also. So the messenger went and came and told David all that Joab had sent him to tell. The messenger said to David, the men gained an advantage over us and came out against us in the field, but we drove them back to the entrance of the gate. Then the archers shot at your servants from the wall. Some of the king's servants are dead. And your servant Uriah the Hittite is dead also. So David said to the messenger, thus you shall say to Joab, do not let this matter trouble you. For the sword devours now one and now another. Press your attack on the city and overthrow it, overthrow it and encourage him. <clears throat> when the wife of Uriah heard that her husband was dead, she made lamentation for him. When the morning was over, David sent and brought her to his house, and she became his wife and bore him a son. But the thing that David had done displeased the Lord. That wasn't a happy reading. It's a terrible story, but very famous. All the earth shout and sing for joy, for great in your midst is the Holy One. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and my song, and has become my salvation. With joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. On that day you will say, give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the nations, proclaim that his name is exalted. Sing God's praises, who has triumphed gloriously. Let this be known in all the world. Shout and sing for joy, you that dwell in Zion. For great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. All the earth shout and sing for joy. For great in your midst is the Holy One. 
I'm holding it for a happy reading. Yes, it's the Ethiopian. This is a chariot and the stopping yeah. by. Yay! Acts chapter 8. Woo! Then an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Get up and go towards the south to the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is a wilderness road. So he got up and went. Now there was an Ethiopian eunuch, a court official of, of the Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, in charge of her entire treasury. He had come to Jerusalem to worship and was returning home. Seated in his chariot, he was reading the prophet Isaiah. Then the spirit said to Philip, go over to this chariot and join it. So Philip ran up to it and heard him reading the prophet Isaiah. He asked, do you understand what you are reading? He replied, how can I unless someone guides me? And he invited Philip to get in and sit beside him. Now the passage of the scripture that he was reading was this. Like a sheep he was led to the slaughter, like a lamb silent before its shearer, so that he does not open his mouth. In his humiliation justice was denied him. Who can describe his generation? For his life is taken away from the earth. The eunuch asked Philip, about whom, may I ask you, does the prophet say this, about himself or about someone else? Then Philip began to speak and starting with his scripture, he proclaimed to him the good news about Jesus. As they were going along the road, they came to some water and the eunuch said, look, here is water. What is to prevent me from being baptised? He commanded the chariot to stop and both of them, Philip and the eunuch, went down into the water and Philip baptised him. When they came up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord snatched Philip away. The eunuch saw him no more and he went on his way rejoicing. But Philip found himself at Azotus and as he was passing through the region, he proclaimed the good news to all the towns until he came to Caesarea. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Be not wise in your own sight. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and be not wise in your own sight. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and be not wise in your own sight. Christ gave them as a light to the nations, that his salvation might reach to the ends of the earth. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, God promised of old to save us from our enemies from the hands of all that hate us. Show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, child, 
You shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. Christ gave them as a light to the nations, that his salvation might reach to the ends of the earth. So let us pray on this Monday morning, on this bank holiday Monday. So we give thanks for this gift of a new day, for the gift of life, for the gift of creation, for the gift of love. We give thanks that yesterday we were able to meet in different ways to worship you, to give thanks, to receive your forgiveness and your blessing and your sending out to go and share your love with all. And we pray that we don't take that in a half-hearted way but that we go and wholeheartedly share your love with all in different ways through phones and texts and emails and in person if we can do that in different ways to share your love and your light and your comfort and your presence with all. We give thanks that you are with us wherever we are and whatever we are doing whether in our joys and our delights in our tough times and in our dark places. We give thanks that yours is not just a fluffy love, but a gritty love that joins us in those hard and dark places when life feels tough. And so we, if we are in those places, we pray that you will hold us tight, that you will keep us safe and secure in the knowledge and presence of your love. And we pray that you will do that with those we love and care for and those who are known only to you. We continue to pray for our world as it tries to find a way forward with this virus. We pray for our governments and for our advisors and for all the medics and researchers. We continue to pray for our shops and businesses, for all those who are looking after us for all the unseen workers, the bin men and the street cleaners, for those who have the less glamorous jobs like our funeral directors. We pray for all who work so hard to keep us safe. We continue to pray for our benefits of Richmond with Hudswell and Downham and Mask and the places that are represented where we live. And we pray too for our schools as they prepare to go back, for parents and staff and students. We pray for them and for your guiding presence and your safe protection. This morning we pray that wherever we are and whatever we are doing, we never forget your loving and kind and gracious presence with us. And we pray that we will be as loving and kind and gracious with those who we meet, those who we think about and pray for. And we give thanks 
for your eternal and unstoppable love. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayers. Later today, we hope to be in Durham Cathedral with the graves of Bede and Cuthbert, and they follow the footsteps of Aidan. And his collect is for this day. Everlasting God, you sent the gentle Bishop Aidan to proclaim the gospel in this land. Grant us to live as he taught in simplicity, humility, and love for the poor. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us pray with confidence together, as our Saviour taught us. Our Father, who, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil, and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen.